0: Welcome, dear listeners, to another episode of the Just Go Bike podcast. Yes, this is the podcast where we talk about bicycling just for the fun of it, with tales from Ragbri Nation and all across the country and around the world. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. So this week is a fun one. This is a fun show for me to do. I'm just one of the uh, guests host, guest hosts on the team here, and Love to bicycle. I've bicycled more miles myself this year than ever, in part because of this pandemic. And so I thought I would end my hosting duties this year with a story about one particular bike ride um, that I heard about. Happens to be one of my neighbors here in Iowa. So I I live on the High Trestle Trail in a, a beautiful small town of Slater and uh, it's a great place to be a bicyclist i can go biking out from my house and in, in literally every direction and have a pretty good path and more and more it's like a paved bicycle trail um, and one of the most famous trails is the high trestle trail uh, with the the beautiful bridge um, that you know that has a it looks like a mine shaft it's a sculptured mine shaft uh, lit up at night and anyway it's a bicycling, it's a bicycling wonderland here, but there is one particular ride I heard about that I wanted to uh, share with you, and I'm gonna uh, let's bring our guest on to talk about that, and he is one of my fellow bicycling neighbors here, Kevin, Kevin Nicholson. Welcome to the Just Go Bike podcast. Hi. <laughs> so, not to build it up too much here, but um I let's start with just talking about being a bicyclist. So, just to just talk about yourself like how, you know, how old are you Kevin? How many years have you been bicycling and and just how do you how do you how do you live day in day out as a bicyclist generally?
1: Okay. Well, I'm uh 62 years old. Uh I uh, started riding bike because I have some health issues. I'm diabetic, and all my doctors told me, you know, I need to eat better and do some exercise. And so mm-hmm. that's when I decided riding my bike.
0: That's great. How many years ago was that then?
1: Oh, I've been, uh, let's see, I was diagnosed in 1996 as being a Type 2 diabetes.
0: Okay. Having I mean, type 2. And so since 1996, have you just become a more and more of a bicyclist? Did you kind of got into it and fell in love with it, or did it t- take a while?
1: Yep, 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 yep. You know, I, I started out, you know, I was walking, and that was kind of nice. But I thought, well, you know, I'd really like to start riding again, because I rode all the time when I was younger, so... I, my wife and I went, and we got a couple of nice trek bicycles, and I just started riding.
0: That's great. So, uh, what is? I
1: used to, I used to, used to, used to just kind of ride around here in, in Slater, but you know, with the nice bicycle path, you know, that's even better. So then, I just started doing that.
0: So, so now, all these years later, what is a typical ride for you like? Like, how many miles do you go, and and how often well, during the week?
1: Not, not so much many miles I, I do like a time limit because like I said I'm older and I I don't pedal the fastest like I used to <laughs> that's okay all, <laughs> pretty, all the... pretty much everybody on the the trail usually passes me that's the only people <laughs> I ever pass is if they're stopped or something
0: that's okay as long as you're pedaling that's all that matters so so what's yeah. your what's your time limit typically for a ride
1: I usually try to do at least 75 minutes
0: That's good. That's really good. And what kind of a bike do you, what kind of a bike do you ride?
1: I have a Trek 9100 or something like that.
0: That's great. All right. So one of the, so what I wanted to talk to you about this is, and this is, you know, why we connected, um, like I say, I've spent more time on the bike this year than I ever have. And I've seen a lot of people on the trails. One of the things I love to do is ride in a really light rain. You know, I mean, that that's one of the conditions I just feel like it's just kind of fun to be on a bicycle if it's just the perfect amount of rain. But we've all been out there, I think, as bicyclists, and we've been caught in a downpour, or we've, you know... Uh been, i i been, I'm now riding in the cold and sometimes I've, I get out there and I feel like, well, maybe it's a little bit too cold to be riding. <laughs> so, you know, we end up, you know, or we, I, I've been stuck on a mud road before. I, when I was a kid, I thought I was going to bicycle down a, a rural mud road and I end up carrying my bike for like a mile. So we've all been in these weird kind of conditions, but you, yeah. you found yourself this year now in the middle of a furious, uh, I guess, historic storm here in Iowa, so, um, I'm going to tell listeners just a little bit more about the storm, but first, why don't you just talk about that, I think that morning you went out riding.
1: Okay, yep, no, I uh, I get ready, and I, before I leave, I usually talk to Alexa to, to find out the temperature and stuff, and on that day, you know, she didn't say that much, just gave me the temperature, so I went ahead and got on my bike, and... I go down my street, I live on 9th Avenue here in Slater, and then I I take the Seavers Trail, then I get on the the bicycle path, and I usually pedal on past Sheldahl, going towards Ankeny, then I turn around, and I come back up, and I go back through Sheldahl and Slater, and I head uh, going towards Madrid. Mm -hmm. Then I turn back around, and I kind of relax, do a little relax in a couple of blocks and then I, uh, I come home. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, yeah, that's what I, that's my usual route. I mean, I, I try to do it sometime in the morning or maybe in the afternoon It just kind of depends on the weather a little bit. Yeah. But nah, I'm, I just been gotten in the habit of riding every day and when I, I don't ride, you know, you kind of feel a little funny.
0: That's That's a good way to put it. I've, I'm, I, I, I can relate. You're right. You feel a little funny when you can't be out there on the bike. So, all right, so this morning you're talking about was a morning in August. and uh, yep, yep. And, you know, in this strange year, I've been working from home primarily, and I was working from home that day. And we all sort of knew that the storm was coming, and obviously Alexa was not really any help with <laughs> with what kind yeah. of storm was coming. Yeah. She she let me down that day. <laughs> <laughs> But it turned out to be a deratio, and uh, for listeners who haven't heard of this, it's, it was basically an inland hurricane, furious straight-line winds that swept across Iowa and, well, in a lot of the Midwest, flattening cornfields, you know, just uh, stripping roofs off of houses and, and uh, toppling trees. But, you know, to look out to the West, I have lived through I countless storms in my life in Iowa, and so you learn to be—of course, you're careful, but— the The lead up to this storm was not like it was going to be, you know, an apocalypse. And so we just thought, well, here comes a, a good thunderstorm. But it turned out yeah. to be, so where you were bicycling, it turned out to be 100 mile per hour plus winds <laughs> coming, coming through, you know, across the high trestle trail where you were bicycling everything else. So that's some of the context for people and, and we can talk about the aftermath and for the people who haven't lived through it or who haven't heard about it. But why don't you just talk about when you're out there on your bike that morning and you start to maybe get an inkling that this isn't a normal rain that's coming.
1: Yep. Yep. You know, I, like I said, I took off from my house and I could see, you know, it was kind of dark to the Southwest and everything, but I thought, well, you know, no big deal. I, hopefully I can get my ride in and, like you mentioned i've a I've rode in the rain too, so it wasn't going to be that big a deal so i I took off and I was going south and I went through Sheldall and I come back down and I turned back around and I was coming back going north, and I heard the sirens go off in in Sheldon. and I went wow you know this 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 probably isn't going to be good, so I, I keep paddling, and I'm I'm trying to get back to Slater going north, and then the, the wind came up, and it was just unbelievable and started raining really, really hard. And at first I thought on the trail that, well, maybe I, I got into, i get a little out of it from the some trees and stuff, but wide away I figured, oh, this isn't good because, Like I said, the wind was really bad, and it was raining so hard, and I could start hearing branches and stuff. And I was getting closer to Slater, and I'm a big guy. I'm, you know, just under six foot tall, and I weigh 225 pounds, and Mm -hmm. I'm going on the bicycle path. And I come out a stretch where there was a little bit of a clearing right before I get the the Slater there. Mm Mm-hmm. And that wind, it was so hard it blew me off the trail.
0: Oh my! You mean it like I it mean, picked it, you up and like flung you? Yes,
1: yes, it did. Because I, I come out of you know there's like trees there on a certain spot there, and I, I come out of a, a clearing there, and boy, it hit me, and I tell you, it just it just blew me right off the trail. And fortunately, I'm I kind of know how to hit and roll, so I, I just kind of went one way and my bicycle went kind of behind me and I curled up into a ball and, and covered my head because by then it was just really terrible. I mean, I'm laying there and it and it, and it sounded like, an, you know, it seemed like an attorney, but it was maybe only 15, 20 minutes and finally I decided I was, I was getting pelted so bad by everything. I hail and maybe Dirt clods from the field. I think the corn was coming off, and
0: oh my gosh. I was getting
1: hit real bad. So I decided, well, I, I got to get out of here. So I jump up and I see my bicycle, and at first I about got hit by my bicycle because it was kind of behind me. And like I said, I I curled up in a ball, and I'm, I'm I kind of look off, and the wind picks it and took my bicycle, flew it threw it over me. I bet maybe. Twenty-five,
0: thirty feet.
1: Wow! So I, I checked that out. So I'm I'm covering back up because, like I said, it's raining really bad, and I'm really getting hammered. So I jump up. Finally, I figure I I, I got to get out of here. So I take off, and I, I get I go to my bicycle, and my bicycle was boogered up so bad it wouldn't even roll.
0: Oh my I gosh! Mean, my
1: chain was all messed up. The handlebars and my brakes was they were all boogered up. So I just, well, I'm gonna leave that, and I, I ran to the uh, nearest house to try to get out of the the wind and and the rain and everything. So I stood there forever, and I, it, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, the destruction, the people's roofs, playground equipment in their backyards. I mean, was just everywhere. I saw a guy's shed raise up, maybe almost a foot it was on a cement slab Mm -hmm. and it it, it just like it exploded
0: oh my gosh i mean
1: yeah and i like i said i was just drenched so finally i thought well it's kind of starting to calm down i left my bike because like i said it it wouldn't hardly, it wouldn't even roll Mm. so i take off and i I get home and i start to come up my street there on on ninth avenue and the raining so hard that the water was up over my ankle and this is just going up my street and I couldn't see my uh, jeep was parked in the street and there was so much debris everywhere mm-hmm. well then of course you know I, I, I get home and there's no no power I go downstairs because like I said I, I was cold and wet so I Took a shower and then I I noticed in the mirror. I mean, I had welts just all over my body.
0: Of of like things that had hit you, debris that had hit you. There. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Wow.
0: Well, I'm I'm glad you weren't speared by a cornstalk or something or you know some. Well,
1: yep, yep. And you know that that was another thing. After you know the storm passed and people started coming out of their house, houses and we started doing a little cleanup and stuff. Well, a couple of days. Later, I went to get my bicycle because I figured out nobody's going to take it because <laughs> you can't ride it. <laughs> so I went and got my, my bicycle and, and brought it home. And I got on another bike and rode. And I tell you, the destruction was just unbelievable. I mean, I, I couldn't believe how fortunate I was.
0: Yeah. Well, let's... Yeah, I want to tell listeners a little bit more about just the aftermath, but first, I want to go back to, you know, the being in the middle of such a furious storm. Again, you know, 100-plus mile-per-hour winds. So you were... So you had merged from this kind of clearing on the trail that was a little bit, I mean, you merged into a clearing, but you had been biking a little bit sheltered by trees, and then all of a sudden you feel this full force of the wind, and that's what kind of flings you and your bike initially. Now, I was working from home, I was less than a mile away, um, and uh, my son and I ended up in the basement. And so I, I mean, we were watching from our basement, our walkout basement, the, just the the strength of this storm and, uh, yeah, things that were flying, the pieces of houses that were coming off. So, you were, I mean, that's just amazing to me that you were out there in it. Did you have difficulty when you finally got up to try to find shelter? I mean, did you have trouble like walking or standing in the wind? And, uh, I, I... oh, yeah, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, it, it, it was, it was, it was pretty bad.
0: Wow. And, you mentioned like you know you seeing an entire yard shed just lifted and exploding basically uh did you see other odd objects just kind of flying through the air or notice any other strange sights then when you were out in the worst of it trying to make your way to a house
1: yeah just like i said it was just debris everywhere just yeah it was it was really it was unbelievable you know and with the, the the sound was what just boggled my mind you could hear the branches breaking people's roofs. I mean, I, at one point I thought, man, this one house, it sounded like it was going to come down. Wow. You know, when I was laying there, and I kept thinking, you know, they always say you hear a train when a tornado comes.
0: Mm. Because
1: that's what I kept listening for. Because I figured it's it had to be a tornado because of just the, the destruction that I was hearing. Yeah. But...
0: And so you were right next. It to... It wasn't. Yeah. So and you were where you were laying was near the trail. Then you were pretty close to the trail. Yeah. Still?
1: Yeah. It was just right. It, it was just kind of right off a little bit. Okay. There was like some. There were at the time there was really some tall grass there, which kind of helped me a little bit because they're off of that trail. You know, it used to be the old railroad tracks, and they've got all that rock on either side. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got I got my arm scraped up a little bit and a little scrape on my uh, leg, but. That yeah. was about it. You know, so I, like I said, I was really fortunate and I, I, I was really stunned when I went back a couple of days later and I, and I saw it and I just thought, boy, I was really lucky. I wasn't here, you know, cause there's a couple of greenhouses there in shit and Sheldon mm. and there was parts of it that blew across that path. And then of course there was trees down everywhere. I mean, I thought yeah I was I was lucky I didn't get speared or had something fall on me yeah
0: you, yeah you're right you're right so in the aftermath and and you know uh, my son and I we, we came out of the house and yeah we had lost power everybody had lost power and so we spent a lot of the rest of the day helping clear debris from you know people's lawns and trees and, and that kind of a thing and uh, yeah. yeah it was just it was just massive destruction and to your point the trail uh, I also at some point I was able to try to bike up and down. Uh, but for a long time, there were parts of the trail that were impassable because of all the trees yep, and debris yep. and everything else. So, and this is a you know this is the trail that you use all the time and and hundreds and thousands of bicyclists use all the time. But it was it was basically impassable after this storm. So mm-hmm. that, that shows you some of the destruction.
1: Um, yeah, I had I had, to, I had to stop and get off my bike and and walk further, walked a little ways, and I was like, oh my, I, I just don't believe it.
0: Wow, and the fact was, that
1: somebody was somebody was looking after
0: me—that's right. Well, and it's and then you went back and got your bike, which was still there, which uh, you know also shows you just kind of all the the mess that was around. Um, so, are you still riding that same bicycle today? Did you were you able to get it fixed? Uh,
1: no, I, I no. My, when we my wife and I went and got them, we got two together, and they were kind of like a uni. They wasn't really necessarily a men's or a women's. It was kind of either mm-hmm. way. So, so nope. I just I just started riding her
0: bike. Okay. Wow. And so before this day, then this you know legendary day in August, uh, the worst weather you had been caught in was what a downpour and just you know, kind of a bad rain. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I know people on my bot probably look at me like, "What's wrong with that guy? <laughs> it's raining out." Here, so. <laughs>
0: Well, I think every bicyclist has that experience, you know, that people kind of think we're crazy if we go out in certain conditions, but, you know, you get used to it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, duration is a little bit harder to get used to, so. Um, well, so has this, uh, I don't know, was it, was it kind of after you recovered and, you know, cleared debris and all, and, you know, uh, got on a different bike, was it sort of back to back to your usual bicycling routine after a while, or has this... Kind of yeah, exciting. yeah,
1: yeah. Pretty mm-hmm. much once, like, like you said, once they got it cleared. Right after that, I was I was walking because usually I'll I'll either walk or I ride, but I I I enjoy riding. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a better workout for me anyway. The riding a bicycle instead of walking it, but
0: yeah.
1: Nope.
0: Well, that's uh, I mean that's that's quite a ride, and um, it's you know the. Um, just the force of that storm, and so being out there to feel it i uh i can't imagine and i'm glad yeah i'm glad uh you know you weren't hurt and uh you're able to get home but that's quite a story you have quite a story from twenty twenty and in uh <laughs> to i'm sure you've told it a few times to friends through the through the months
1: <laughs> yeah i I told my wife i i almost felt like the the Wicked Witch and the Wizard of Oz and a tornado <laughs> on her bicycle. You know, it's like, man! You know, I, 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 thought I was lucky something didn't fall on me.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Well... Kevin, thanks so much for coming on the podcast to to, to talk about this. Uh, you know, I know we can we can kind of laugh and look back on it now because you know, you know, yeah. everything turned out fine. But and I I just again I wanted to talk to you about it because so many listeners, so many bicyclists out there can relate. We get you know we get stuck in bad weather. This happened to be some epically bad weather, and yeah. uh, let's let's hope we don't have that situation again here uh, in the in central Iowa anytime soon. So
1: yeah cause i I really thought it had to have been a tornado, but i like I said, I kept thinking, I don't hear the train. I never heard a train. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're right. You're right. That is kind of like seared into our into our brains to uh, to always kind of watch out for that here in the tornado alley Midwest. But well, hey, Kevin, thanks so much. All the best to you. Keep pedaling, and uh, I will look forward to seeing you out there on the trestle trail.
1: Yeah, well, thank you very much.